has been going over and over. I'm going to probably pick a few out of here, but I want you to take this home and just meditate on these scriptures. Um, it's, I put one of them in there twice because the last part is, is just, I, I, I didn't erase the one part that I wanted to put in. I was trying to hurry up and put this outline together. <laughs> I'm so good at these outlines, but I don't read them very often, so it's okay, you know? It's like, I like to have one, though. It's pretty, I try to have one, but... Well, he's the pastor. I mean, he's one and only. And I'm telling you, if you didn't, if you weren't here Sunday, get the get the tape. Um, if, if if he can, if he if he can if he can make wine, then pretty much water. If he could turn water into wine, he can do anything. And so tonight we're gonna build on that and just magnifying God. That's what has been going over and over in my spirit is magnifying His promises, magnifying His truth over everything else. And when you get that in the vision, then there's no room for anything else. It's hard to focus on more than one thing. Have you ever tried it before? I mean, if you put your, put two of your fingers out in front of you right now, put, hold them up out in front of you. Come on, Joe, participate. <clears throat> you guys thought you were just going to kick back and I was going to do the work. I want you to think about this. How many can focus on both fingers at one time? Oh, some of you are trying to put them a little closer together to see if you can still do it. Put them closer together. You still can't do it. You can't focus on two separate objects at one time. We're not created that way. As we focus on his word, we cannot be Focusing on other things. As we magnify him, as we put our focus on him, now we, can, we get that clarity. When you're trying to look at them both at once, neither one of them are clear. It's like two ones over here, two ones over here. Because your, your eyes are, are going different directions. Magnify God. Focus on his word. Focus on his promises. And it will be the clarity. It'll bring clarity because you can see clear when you're focused and you're magnifying him, amen? And his name, I want to go on a faith journey together as a church. I feel pastor has been fired up. I mean, he's just, I want to just get right in there with him. I mean, he wants to, he wants to just equip us, empower us, build us, build the church, build the body. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go right with him. I'm going to help. I want to do my part. I'm going to do whatever, whatever we need to do to, to do what we're called to do. And his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong. Acts 3.16. I love this. Because Peter is like, hey, why are you guys looking at me? Like somehow, some way I did this. This is my paraphrase. Somehow, some way I did this. He's like, it's his name and faith in his name. And I just feel like the Spirit of God is saying tonight, it's his name and faith in his name that's going to, get all our prayers and all these different things answered and get results. Amen. I love what Kenneth Copeland said. It says, having applying the knowledge, it's down at the bottom, applied knowledge with corresponding action brings results. Now, if there's somebody who's got a lot of results, he's preaching the gospel on every continent of the world. He's on all the, all the television. I mean, he's doing it and he's done it all debt-free, paid for, 
that's a good example. I want to, I want to do, I want to, I would like to think that's a good example. But the ultimate example is Jesus. And when he's preaching and he's talking, he's applying the scripture and the principles of God and applying the knowledge. What I really felt like was, is that God was sharing with me is that, yeah, I, I know a lot of scriptures, but really asking God to reveal to me how to apply this knowledge effectively. It's like we have this power in the name of Jesus. We have this, we have this treasure in earthen vessels, the Bible says. We have, we have gifts and talents and abilities. We have weapons of our warfare. We have all these things, but yet we see the body of Christ. Just, we see all this dissension. We see all these problems. We see our world. And in the last days, the Bible makes it very clear. It's going to get darker and darker, dark, darker and darker. But Jesus says he's getting brighter and brighter. So as the darkness gets darker, the light gets brighter and brighter. When you're in a dark place and you're turning a light on, it's like, whoa. If it's just kind of a little bit, I mean, when the moon's super bright like it's been the last few, like, few nights, I'm like, man, this is like flash. Someone's like shining a flashlight in my window. I mean, you turn on the light. I mean, you don't even need a light. You can just walk around outside. But when it's dark, I mean, you try to step out, you might fall down the step or you might just kick your toe on something or you might have, have some problems, right? But the light is going to be that much brighter than darkness. And so I just feel like applying this knowledge, God is just taking me back to some basic roots of preparing, even like Pastor was talking about preparing the soil and for the word to produce and, and how we can build and develop with action by our faith is in action. So we're not just praying it. We're not just believing it. I really just felt like God was sharing with me today. Believing it is just not enough. It's got to come past that point where we're taking that step of faith and declaring it. We are speaking it out. We're declaring his truth. We're declaring his promises. We're saying yes and amen. His promises are true. Let everything else be a lie. Whose report are we going to believe? We're going to believe the report of the Lord. His word is true and everything else isn't. And so in our lives, when we're, when we're waging a, a warfare in the spirit for other people, we're standing in intercession where you're praying for yourself where you're praying for our church, where you're praying for your future. You are, you are literally declaring his word, calling those things not as though they were because they will be. And they already have been done. And I was just reminded by the Lord, just why, why are we trying so hard to get what we already have? I felt like that's what the Lord was sharing. Why, why are you trying to get what I've already provided for you? You already have this. But I think that's one of the tricky lies of the devil. He wants you to try to get what you've already got and make you think that you don't have it. So you're trying to get it when Jesus already paid the price for it. And so I'm trying to settle some things in my life because I feel like God has done so many great things in my life, but I feel like he has so much more that he wants to do in all of our lives. And we're just going to step in with him and allow him to operate and flow through us in a way that it's only going to happen because we are co-laborers. Everybody say co-laborers. Co We're working with him, and he's working through us. He's got imperfect vessels to work with, but thank God for us, he's perfect. So we know the mistake is never on his side. I know it's hard maybe for some of you, but for me, 
it's easy because I make so many mistakes all the time and remind myself. Okay, yeah, I mean, what was I thinking? <laughs> well, it's just even like something, uh, something simple, but it wasn't a mistake, but it was just awesome because we were praying together. We were doing and I remember on Sunday morning, Joanne was praying for this young mom up here, and she needed to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And it was awesome because I was just praying for her, and I just felt uh, to pray for whatever she asked for, for spe- specifically. But then Joanne was sensitive to the Spirit, and knew by the Holy Ghost that she needed to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And when she asked her, she hadn't been filled with the Holy Ghost, and she got filled with the Holy Ghost right then and there, speaking in other tongues, praying in other tongues. But she was being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And you and I, as we, as we, as we are sensitive, we're, God is going to continue to flow through you and do things through you and equip you to do his work, to do his will, not just in here. I really feel like this is going to be a time where we come together and celebrate. I, I was just on Sunday morning, I just felt like it's a celebration. Sunday should be our celebration day of the great and awesome testimonies of what God has done that week. Like we get together and it's a party in here. Maybe, maybe just I like to have fun. I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe that's a bad illustration. But I'm thinking in the good name, you know, in the good name, you know, Holy Ghost party in here. I mean, fun. I mean, just celebrate. We get the music and people are getting, you know, people are just got breakthrough. They got set free. You know, people are getting saved, healed, delivered. I mean, the Bible. I mean, mean, just this. I mean, that's what all I want. I'm just like, this is what I want. It's not over. I mean, and we get glimpses of it. I feel like we, I feel like we tap into it, but I'm thinking, I feel like the Spirit of God is saying this is all the time. This is going to be the norm. You get the word. You get the power. You get equipped. I mean, I'm so thankful we have a pastor who preaches the uncompromised word of faith, the word of God. I mean, it's, if it's in there, and sometimes it's like, man, I don't know if I want to hear that. I'm just being honest. I'm like, what? Man, I was looking for a little inspirational message this morning. Not a whoop. But that's what his job as a pastor, right? Lead, feed, protect. He protects us by giving us the truth. And so I'm thankful. I'm thankful. So I'm just, I'm, I don't know where to go from here. I'm looking at my outline. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm thinking it's time to bow your heads and pray with me. Father, Father, you're the best. Lord God, I can't do anything without you anyway. And Lord, I just thank you that I've already declared by your spirit, there's going to be some sweet sleep tonight. Lord, you're equipping us for a a season of opportunity, a season of breakthrough, a season of victory, of bringing in the loss, of healings, signs, wonders, miracles. Lord God, that it's going to be the norm and not the rare, as you spoke to me a couple months ago. The norm. Lord, the testimonies are going to come in every week of people getting saved, healed, delivered, equipped, promotions, breakthroughs, victories. Lord God, tonight, we know there's opposition, but we can be of good cheer. We know in this life there's going to be challenges. There's going to be tribulation. There's going to be uh, hard, trying things that happen that we didn't want, 
But Father, we thank you that we can be of good cheer because you've overcome the world. We are victorious. We are more than conquerors in Jesus' name. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in his name. Father, we thank you tonight. We're not going to be conformed to this world, but we are going to be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we can prove that which is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. We give you glory tonight. In Jesus' name, everybody shout it.